the Kansas City Royals get set for a weekday series against the New York Yankees. A lot of fun things happened so far today. We've gotten the star pitcher back. Got to start a new series today. Can keep some momentum going from the weekend series win. Looking for the second series win in June. Get to take on the Yankees in New York. Always a fun time playing in Yankee Stadium. Can the Royals pull out a win or two in the Bronx? All of that and more on today's show brought to you by Locked On MLB. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Locked On Royals, the only daily podcast about your Kansas City Royals. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back. Let's get it going on the Locked On Rose Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. And you can also leave a five-star Apple Podcast review with a question, and we'll answer it on the air. Now, today's show will be about... Danny Duffy returning will be about the New York series. will be about uh, some loose ends of the Boston series and a pretty fun topic to kind of break up the, uh, the routine of going through these games every single day. First of all, though, Danny Duffy is going to return tomorrow. So he'll be starting the game tomorrow against New York. Tonight, of course, uh, the series will get started against New York. This will be the first game the Royals play with the new uh, sticky substance rules being enforced. But this game, of course... We'll start a little earlier than you're used to. It'll start at 6.05. Brady Singer will be on the mound against Garrett Cole. Obviously, they're going to give the edge to Garrett Cole in this game against Kansas City. Uh, but the first the first game where these umpires are going to be checking the uh, pitchers and checking to see if there's sticky stuff on their gloves or belts or wherever the case says uh, for these pitchers. And you know they, they're going to be held accountable and they're going to be you know, tossed or whatever the case says from the games. Royals, I don't think are going to have an issue with that. I mean, I don't think that they do any of that sticky stuff uh, nonsense, but maybe they do. Who knows? I just don't think that it'll be an issue for Kansas City. So it will be Singer today. Uh, Hopefully he has a good start against the Yankees. Tomorrow, for another 6 o'clock start, it'll be Danny Duffy uh, for Kansas City. And he'll go against Mike King of the Yankees. An an interesting starter for the Yankees. You know, I think that Mike King's a pretty interesting prospect, Uh, you know, pretty interesting talent We'll see if he can kind of round into, into that form here. Now, he's had some good moments for sure. And then Thursday will be Brad Keller taking on Jamison Tyone uh, to wrap up that series on Thursday at noon. Uh, of course, Kansas City time at noon on Thursday afternoon. And that matchup will be Brad Keller against Jamison Tyone. And then Friday, they'll head out to Arlington, take on the Rangers for a three-game set. Duffy being back is awesome. And it goes back to what we talked about yesterday with Mondesi. Can Duffy pick up where he left off? Can Duffy continue to be a very good pitcher and continue to be kind of a... I mean, let's face it. If Duffy had a little more innings in that seven-game stretch, he would have been up in the upper echelon of, you know, kind of a Cy Young type of player, you know, a Cy Young type of vote-getter if he could if he could do that for more than seven games. So he was pitching very well. 
Uh, that was the best we've seen Danny Duffy look as a starter. You know, he, he, he looked very good. He, he's been elite out of the bullpen at times, but this is the best he's looked as a starter, where he looked elite as a starter as well. Uh, can he pick that back up? And, and I think it's unfair to expect that, especially against this Yankee lineup. It's not productive. It's not been productive yet, right? The, the lineup is just now heating up in mid-June for New York, which is surprising. But they do have a ton of names in that lineup that can get you. Would you be shocked if you know a Judge or Stanton or Gary Sanchez or something like that just got Duffy tomorrow in his first game back? I wouldn't. So, so I think that there's a balance there, right? It's about seeing what Duffy can be this side of the IL. Is it fair to just hold him, his feet to the fire, and, and force him to be great first game back against New York? I don't think so. Uh, but how many games, on the flip side of that coin, how many games will it take him to get back to what he was the first seven games? And can he even get back to what he was the first seven games? And maybe he can. Maybe he can do that tomorrow even. Uh, just, the, just, just, just the way that Mondesi has you know, started and stopped and picked up right where he left off. Can Duffy do the same thing? But that's extremely hard to do. So just prepare yourself for maybe the uh, worst outing so far of Duffy's season tomorrow just because of the simple fact that he hasn't pitched in forever. Right? He didn't even have a rehab assignment. Uh, he, you know, he hasn't even gone down there and started a live action game. So this is going to be a tough test for him to start back his uh, his season, so to say, tomorrow. The Yankee series, you know, the Yankees are playing a lot better baseball. There was a time in which the Yankees were playing god-awful. They got swept by Detroit, just like the Royals did. They are playing terrible. But now they sit third place in their division, which they've climbed Toronto now because they had a couple good series against Toronto. They're now 38-33. and 33. They're 6-4 and four in their last 10 games on a two-game winning streak. It's a pretty good ball club. For comparison's sake, the Royals are 32 and 38. They are 10 games back of first place in the American League Central, which is a worst division, of course. And they're 3 and 7 in their last 10 on a one game winning streak. And just won their first series of the month. And it's June 22nd. I think that it's fair to just kind of reverse what we talked about before. I, you know, last week we talked about how, you know, can you get just get one against Boston and then maybe sweep, you know, maybe surprise yourself and win the series against New York in New York. Now you've surprised yourself and you've beaten Boston at home. You got that series one under your belt. Great job. It's it, That's a great rally from this organization and this team uh, to kind of dig themselves a little bit out of that hole. Obviously still a ton of work to do. We're just reaching the kind of reaching the middle of the hole. And we still haven't gotten out of the hole yet, uh, but can you avoid the sweep? Tonight's game will be tough. Tonight's game against Garrett Cole it's going to be a loss, and there's no real shame in that. You know, outside of an unexpected result, you know, Garrett Cole is going to shove against this lineup. That's just the way it goes. You're playing one of the best, best pitchers in baseball, you know, probably the, the top five pitcher in baseball, Garrett Cole. Tomorrow, you have a chance to win. I mean, you have Mike King on the mound against Danny Duffy. Uh, you know, Mike King is a four ERA, and then Jameson Tyone is a six ERA or, or a 5.59 ERA on Thursday against Brad Keller, though, who's also not been good. So I'm looking at the Duffy start as kind of the win this series. If you can get one, that'll feel real good. If you can get one, that'll feel real positive. That's kind of the expectation for this series. Because guess what? You won the series last weekend against Boston. You get one this week, and then you win a series again against Texas on the road. You're kind of getting momentum now. You're kind of stacking wins now, and and, and you can kind of push yourself back to where you want to be closer to 500, at 500, kind of over 500 a little bit. This is going to go a long way for that. Now, now, can't lose all that momentum by getting swept to start the 10-game road uh, stint, but gain some of that back by at least taking one game from New York. I think that's a fair expectation, a reasonable expectation. You know, 
know, and kind of the, the right way to view the series. Anything more than that would be awesome. Hopefully they do more than that. Let's see right now, but your friends over at Wealthfront because stoinks, memes, rocket ships, it makes day trading look very, very fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data shows that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. So team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront can make it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every single day. They automatically handle all the investing based on your preferences and your control. Wealthfront can help you lower the taxes you pay on your investment. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover their low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted by $20 billion worth of assets, and you can get your first 5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. All you need to get started is $500 to grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do work for you. You can get your first $5,000 managed for free for life by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. That's wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash locked on MLB to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB to start today. Wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. We are back on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Do not forget that this show is brought to you by the Locked On MLB podcast, the daily podcast covering all things Major League Baseball, keeping you up to date on a national scale, that way, you know what you should know about Major League Baseball. Very good five-day week show. Listen to that for your national coverage. Listen to this for your Royals coverage. You'll be set up nicely. Hosted by Paul Francis Sullivan, but you can call him Sully. Subscribe to that show anywhere you get your podcast from. This show is also anywhere you get your podcast from, as you know, by listening to it right now. So, the Royals take on New York. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll see what happens. Duffy's back. Exciting stuff. What I want to talk about right now is something that I think could be interesting for baseball, but I'm not sure how it will be received. So the thing is, baseball for the last year, and this will be another talking point for the upcoming year as we start to negotiate the CBA and you start to see how things will go, in terms of salaries and in terms of you know the, the rules put in place in this next CBA, baseball has been under scrutiny for teams not caring. They don't care if they win. They don't care if they lose. They don't care if they lose their good players, if they pay their good players. They're just simply there to collect the paycheck because there's a certain amount of cachet and cash that comes with being a baseball owner. 
without even doing anything, right? Without winning a World Series, without winning baseball games, without making the playoffs, by just simply owning the team and sitting here and watching it unfold, you're going to rake in cash. The sport is seemingly dying from all accounts that, that people want to proclaim, uh, but yet they make money every single year. And they make a lot, a lot of money every single year. And that gets spread around to every single team, not just the teams that actually win. And so, people for the last couple of years, and again, this will ramp up again when the CBA talk comes this offseason, have been talking about how ownership groups do not care about winning, how baseball has too many teams that want to lose, how baseball has too many teams that don't care about the sport. And it's why, even nationally, not just locally, but nationally, this ownership group in Kansas City was praised for signing Carlos Santana and Mike Miner and Michael A. Taylor. Look, all three of those guys have been good, right? Santana's been excellent. Miner's been exactly what you want him to be. And Michael A. Taylor has succeeded expectations in an astronomical clip. He's been awesome. Those are all three good signings. Well, let's face it. Those are all three meh guys. Those are all, all three guys are shrug your shoulders guys. Santana, Miner, Michael A. Taylor until this year was the worst hitter in all of baseball. And yet, those three moves were praised unbelievably by the national media and local media because it was the Royals trying. Simply trying to improve at even a marginal clip in this sport is now something to write home about. It's now something to you know, truly do backflips about. That's crazy. The Royals did exactly what every team is supposed to do. They're still growing. They're still developing. They still know that their young talent's not quite there yet. You know, they have a lot of young pitchers who have to figure out how to pitch in the big league. So this year was not going to be an all-in year where this year is going to be the playoff or bust year. But that does not mean that you don't try to improve at all. They had a hole at first base. They filled it. They had one spot in the rotation. They filled it. They had a need in the outfield. They filled it. In free agency, with signings that were realistic for them, and signings that did improve their team. The problem is, there's only a handful of teams of the 30 that are even doing that much, that are even making realistic signings, that are even making signings that make them even a little bit better. Most teams are going the other way. Most teams are not paying players. Most teams are not wanting to get better. Most teams are trying to deconstruct their team. And so how do you change that? The Pirates right now do not feel a major league team. Baltimore does not feel the major league team. Baltimore had the same access to Michael A. Taylor, to Mike Miner, to Carlos Santana. They chose not to. Baltimore's been bad for a long time now. About the same rate that Kansas City's been bad. Their, their runs kind of end at the same time. And yet Kansas City's in a much better place right now than Baltimore. Because Kansas City tries. Why don't the other teams try? And so how do you fix that problem? As tonight is the night that the NBA lottery happens, should baseball have a lottery? Would that correct it? Because we've talked a lot about how, how can you de-incentivize tanking in Major League Baseball. I, I don't think that the answer is reversing the draft order, right? Where you actually get a higher pick if you do well. That is not right. And that's why it's not happening in baseball and not happening in football. In football, at least people try to get better in football every single year because football is so... The, the nature of the sport, right, It's just so different. The nature of that sport is you can go worse to first, and it's not even headline news, 
right? It's, it's a good thing for Washington to go from worst to first. It's great for the sport. It's an awesome story, but it's not like earth shattering, record breaking stuff. You can be good in football year one, and then year two be awful, then year three be good again, then year four be mediocre. Like football, the ebbs and flows of it, unless you have a Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, what they have set up right now with the Chiefs, you're going to be up and down every single year. Injuries happen, good signings happen, bad signings happen. Football changes over, you know, overturns their roster so much that they don't need any adjustments to what they're doing. With basketball, the problem was tanking, right? It was outright tanking. How they fix that? Well, they've now given a draft lottery. That still didn't deter tanking. What they do from there? They put the odds kind of even. You know, not exactly even, but kind of even. You know, the first, the worst four teams all have the exact same chance to get the top overall pick. And now, with the new lottery odds, you see teams that finish with the 10th worst record leap up to number one. And in the same draft, the ninth worst record leaps up to number two. Like, like it's crazy what, what happens in the draft lottery in the NBA. To me, that's how you deter tanking in baseball. Because you can't take away the draft from these small markets because Kansas City literally has to have the draft to stay viable. If Kansas City, if these young pitchers that Kansas City drafted, if Singer, Bubich, Kowar, Lacey, if these young guys do not turn out to be studs, then they have then set their franchise back and there's no way to recover from that besides drafting better players. Kansas City can only build through the draft. So you cannot take away the advantage of picking high in the draft, but what you can do is not make it solidified. What you can do is de-incentivize Kansas City to dismantling their entire team and being the absolute worst team in all of baseball because even if they do that, they're not guaranteed the top overall pick. And what you can do is you can learn from basketball. So make it the same odds that basketball has right now where you have the worst four teams or worst five teams or worst eight teams. They all have the same percentage chance to get the top overall pick. That way, what's the point? What's the point in you deconstructing your roster and fielding a triple A roster like, like uh, Pittsburgh's doing right now. Because baseball has some of that football stuff, right? If, if you get a hot two months in baseball, you can make the playoffs. If you make, if you make the playoffs, a couple bounces go your way, you win the World Series. So like baseball has some of that randomness that, that can really help if teams will just try. If teams will just try, that randomness in baseball creates parity. From injuries, from the ball bouncing their way, from breakout guys happening. You know, Michael A. Taylor, he was a nothing player in Washington. He comes to Kansas City, he's been a very quality player. But he needed the chance. You had to give him the chance to do that. He'd be a good fit in, in New York right now. But the Yankees. But the Yankees didn't give him that chance because the Yankees were working with a certain budget that they were trying to fit under. And they blew half that on Corey Kluber. But other competitive teams could also use Michael A. Taylor that, that did have money to spend, they just chose not to spend it. So like, how can we incentivize those teams to do that, to actually spend money and try? I think an MLB lottery would be the way to go about it. And then that's yet another destination on your calendar. When you look at your calendar in sports, to me, if you're the commissioner of any sport, what you have to do is not look at the calendar in terms of who do the Royals play on Tuesday. No, no, no. Look at your calendar in terms of how many events do you have? How many things do you put on every year that captivate audiences? And we'll get into more of that coming up. But right now, I want to say about our good friends over at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can track that action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA. Before the next pitch, head over to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great news, sign-up posts, and contest information. You will not want to miss it at betonline.ag. At betonline.ag, you can use our code locked on and receive a 50% 
welcome bonus your first deposit. So what you got to do here is go to betonline.ag, sign up for a free account, use our code locked on. Our code locked on will grant you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. But online, your online sportbook experts. So I want to say right now, but our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You probably had no idea what you were doing on the internet. But you could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car ever need. My favorite part about rockauto.com is their website. Their website's immaculate. Because the most frustrating thing for me is that I don't know anything about cars. I know what my car might need. Like I know if it needs a headlight, but I don't know how to find out what's going to be compatible and what's not going to be compatible with my car. And they make that process so easy because their website, their website allows you to put your make, your model, your year into their database. And they're only going to show you your car parts that are compatible with your vehicle. That way you're not wasting time and more importantly, money on parts you cannot use, parts you do not need. It's awesome. Try it out today. Rockauto.com. Whenever you go there to rockauto.com, Tell them Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box. Tell them that Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box, and they'll know what to do from there. RockAuto.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices of the parts your car ever need. RockAuto.com. They will save you money. They will save you time. And they will make your life a lot easier. Try it out today. RockAuto.com. Locked On sent you in the How Did You Hear About Us box. So we're back on Locked On Rolls podcast. Go check out the Locked On Today podcast when this podcast is over about everything happening in all sports right now. To wrap up our show, let's finish that point real quick. So if you're Rob Manfred, if you're Roger Goodell, if you're Adam Silver, when you look at your calendar, how many events do you have that captivate audiences, that captivate fans that might not actually care about the day-to-day games? Because let's face it, there's not very many people that care about games 1 through 162. Now, this weekend, I should say this week, there's going to be a spike a little bit because you're going to play the Yankees, so so the casual fan in Lenexa might want to watch them play the Yankees. That'll spike it up a little bit. But when they play the, the Bad Rangers this weekend, it might go down a little bit because you'd rather go out to the beach or you know, or, or go see the, the river or whatever the hell you do this summer. You might want to go do that instead of watching them play the sorry-ass Rangers. So that's not exactly an event, even though it is on your calendar. When you look at your calendar, how many events do you have? For baseball, the draft for the diehard fans is an event. But for the casual fans, not really. And that's nobody's fault because those players need time in the minor leagues and you can expect you cannot expect casual fans to care about the minor leagues. No fault to them, no fault to baseball. But it is an event for you know, diehard fans. You could then add a draft lottery before the draft. That'd be two events already before we even got the, the year. If the playoffs is an event, the playoffs will be, you know, the playoffs really do steal some headlines, uh, you know, even as the sports talk down upon. But you know, the head, you know, the playoffs and the World Series. You used to have winter meetings. But nowadays, you can't even do that right if you're baseball. That could be your fourth event, uh, but winter meetings used to be a happening place where like signings would happen, boom, 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 boom. Now there's rarely ever signings happening at, at uh, winter meetings. There's some trades happening, but a lot of the guys have had to draw out their sweepstakes into January, into February, into March even, uh, of when they're going to sign, and that hurts you a bit. So we're kind of trying to reel that in as well could make uh, the winter meetings a kind of a bigger deal and a more important headline to steal in December as basketball is happening, as football is happening. So how many events do you have in your calendar? Opening day is another one. That's five that you have that people are going to watch. Even non-baseball fans will watch opening day. You have the Home Run Derby. That's a huge event. Everyone watches the Home Run Derby. And then you have the All-Star Game, which, again, casual baseball fans watch it, diehard baseball fans watch it. I'm not really sure how non-baseball fans feel about the baseball All-Star Game. Where you do get the 
get credit here is that it's usually on a Tuesday evening with no other sports happening. So, you know, you kind of get the benefit of the doubt there with non-baseball fans watching. So what adding an MLB draft lottery would do, it would be setting up another event that people would tune in for, people would be, would be interested in because there's such high stakes on it. And then it would also, more importantly, de-incentivize tanking because what's the point? If I just tanked an entire year and lost 110 games or broke records with my losing streaks and I get absolutely messed over in the lottery and now my pick is instead of at one, it's my picks all the way down to seven or eight. What was the point in all of this? I could have just been mediocre. And won more games and trick more fans into thinking that we're going to be good and sell more tickets and sell more merchandise and things like that. I think it's a good idea. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, baby. We're where you want to be. Baseball with the Royals. If you want to be having a great time. Loving the fun. You want to see all of the excitement. This is the place and we're the one. If you want to be yelling like crazy for the guys you love to see. Come on out and join us. This is the place you want to be.